welcome to Economics. We are back. It's another Monday. It's another show. It's another, hey, how you doing? How you doing, Brian? Hey, Mark. I'm doing pretty good. That's good. Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. Back in the old basement of wonder and uh, forgotten dreams. Yes. Well, I've been recording down here for a while now. I know. I just, you know, just trying to liven it up a little bit, you know? Um, I, I'm going to live, liven it up. Uh, I'm going to live it up. I, I'm all tongue twisted. Um, East of the River comic book and collectibles are, is coming back to Enfield on Halloween day. Uh, yes. It's a Sunday at 10 a.m. to 2, I think 3 p.m. 3 p.m. Uh, at 3 PM. American Legion, Enfield, Connecticut. So I'm very excited that we're going to be back on the home turf. Yes. It's going to be a great show. The last show before the pandemic was one of the biggest shows we've had there. We had a line out the door. Now, saying all that. The hope is that it will be happening. Yeah. Knowing that numbers are going up because of the variant happening right now. And as I call it. um, Also. The Loki. Yeah. The Loki. Um, About the Loki. That's what I call it. So hopefully. Hopefully, as as a state of Connecticut, that yes. things are going in the right direction in October and not going in the direction they are right now. Yeah. But as of right now, it's happening. So yeah, it should be. So good. even before that, if you're looking to get to something before October, uh, on Sunday, August 29th, it's always usually the last Sunday of the month, except for July for Trificon, which is this past weekend, and October for. Uh, east of the river there is cliffscon in plainville at the vfw from 10 to 3 yeah, yeah dollar to get in if you want to go a little bit early at five o'clock at uh, nine o'clock it's five dollars so he still has out. my money from uh i prepaid for june Here, of 20, 2020 yeah but he we'll didn't do he didn't do the he didn't do the big one this year he hasn't done the hotel show yet no yeah no. that's the i told him to hold on the money yeah. because i when he does do it i want to go that yeah I'm, it'll probably be next year that he'll do the hotel show so yeah if hopefully we're yeah 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 next summer i'm saying yeah yeah, yeah. um uh, so how if was he does that in june yeah and then terrific cons usually like august like that first weekend of august so what did you do this weekend you there was terrific con this weekend terrific con was this weekend at mohegan sun what now uh, how was that it was, I didn't get to see much of it. I was out in the, the hallway area. I was helping Matt Ryan promote CliffsCon because uh, Cliff had a booth in the hallway. But it had some, it, in the scheduling, Cliff had scheduled a vacation months ago before they announced their, before they announced the dates for TrippaCon and he yeah. couldn't make the show. So Matt was helping him out by running his booth. And then I was talking with Matt on Friday and he's like, hey, you want to come hang out with me tomorrow at TrippaCon? I was like, sure. So I went with him yesterday or on Saturday. How was it though? I mean, were people? Was is... it bad? The hallway that we were, the hallway that leads into the convention center, is very wide. Yeah. So there's plenty of space for people to walk around and stuff. Yeah. Like I was saying, the clear. I think it was probably like sixty forty, no mask. Yeah. We got. I also encountered people who are in costume who had masks on. Here's a question. That's Did kinda... Mohegan Sun Mohegan Sun doesn't require masks right now? No, no, no. Nope. It might be changing. Um, even in the casino area, they don't require. Wow. 
I mean, if you're. I mean, I brought with me when I went inside to the actual convention. I put one on. Yeah. Because a little the, the, the aisles, even though they're wider, people still you know clump. Yeah. And they're looking at booths and stuff. So I would, you know, when I was walking around in there, I had the mask on. But when I was in the hallway, I felt fine. Yeah. There was plenty of space. I didn't feel like I was like, you know, it was a very high ceiling and everything. It was a very open area. So I felt okay with it. I didn't feel too, I didn't feel like I was like worried. Right, right. Even though there was a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I, I bought. They sold out almost, I think they sold out all three days. So I bought tickets to see Weezer at Foxwoods back in 2019. Mm. Well, this Saturday uh, is the makeup date. Yeah. Um, and me and Allison are going to go. And it's at Foxwoods. Yeah. So it's like, like we're probably going to be wearing our masks going into the venue. Yeah. Depending on if we're sitting, we're, it's seats, obviously. But if we're sitting with a monks, like everyone's crowded together, yeah. I'm going to have my mask on. If if luckily we're sitting and there's like literally nobody around us, yeah. I might be inclined to take it off. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's weird because I like I'm hesitant of going, but at the same time I'm like, you know what? I might as well get this done and enjoy yeah. it because we could be going back. Yeah, exactly. That's what in, I said. In a month, we could be yeah. all being uh, everything being shut down again. So yeah. I might as well just in freaking enjoy this one thing. Yeah. Um, like we're going to the movies Thursday. That, yeah, I, I thought to myself, I'm going to go. This could be my, la my last movie for the rest of the year if these yeah. numbers keep climbing. So I yeah. kind of feel like this is like a, a tiny window. <laughs> Enjoy it and, yeah. you know, protect yourself. So I don't know. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy to think about. Like, you have to like, and many people like we talked to, Matt and I talked to over the weekend, that was their, their thing. Like, we decided to come because we don't know if there's going to be another con anytime soon. So we decided we got to get into this one and come do something. See how no, that the governor is supposed to reevaluate things for the fall. But if yeah. things keep going, he they, all these shows that got moved to the end of the year potentially yeah. could be canceled or, yeah. Yeah. or say, you know what? You have to have a mask on. You well, know? That's the other thing now is you got the folks that are certain places are saying you have to have like you have to show up with your vaccination card and proof yeah. you've been vaccinated or been tested and i know that sporting events are doing that i know even some concerts and like yeah are doing that and then workplaces are or like not forcing but mandating vaccines or you have to wear a mask all day like continually the whole time you're in the building so right when I go back to work, it's gonna get crazy. Yeah, we'll be masks because masks are required at schools. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I kind of feel like this week is just like maybe it could be a potentially last hurrah. You know, yeah. if everything continues the way it's going. Yeah, we went over to uh, Sarah's house yesterday and hung out with them and uh, our friends uh, Chris and Beth, and we were talking and it was just like. Cause she works at Amherst college and she's works in like the, the administrative side of it and all that. And me and her were talking about like, she's still out till September. I'm out till September. And she was like, we're both like, we don't know if we're even going to go back now. It's like, there was hope. There was light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. But there's a, a landslide coming. 
it might close the end of the tunnel for us. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, schools, I think, will probably be fine because everybody's masked up. But I mean, it but even she depends. said, like, it's the it's not even just the schools themselves. It's like the extra people like schools are going to like evaluate like, yeah, it's OK for students to come in. But do we need all these ancillary people to be here as well? Well, no, and they just stay home. And we don't do get away with it. The, you know, our, the high school I'm at, we haven't done a concert. Concerts yeah. have been virtual. They yeah. can't they still have regulations about that sort of thing. So I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. I feel like maybe this fall they still won't have, you know, bringing parents in for activities. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's but crazy. I, it's scary too at the same time. It's like yeah, yeah. So it was a good time. So you had a good time. I had a good time. Yeah. I, I tell and, people if you're worried about this stuff happening, and you haven't, get the shot. Yeah. You don't have to worry about it. Um, so Mark, I do, I'm going to go first into my okay. week because it ties into what we were talking about. That's the only reason why it's a good segue. I think segue. Yes. Segue. Uh, segue. that's me on a segue. Um, like over you on a segue. So over the week, I, I, I caught up in a lot of things. Uh, but the one thing I want to bring up first, um, speaking of concerts on Hulu over the weekend, they broadcasted all four days of Lollapalooza. I loved it because I would just at night I would put it on and wh- whoever was playing, I got myself a free concert. You check out so, Limp Biscuit? No. Why would I? That's like a joke. Um, no, they were there. They, they were there. They were there. Yeah. They were there. I don't know. They they still they suck then and they still <laughs> suck now. So I have no reason to ever watch Limp Biscuit. Um, so. I want to say, like, I checked, I put it on, and it was uh, Stephen Oki, who's a DJ. He does, like, a lot of cool music. I yeah. I put on the TV. It showed up. He was on. Me and Alice ended up watching his whole set, but I was blown away by the audience. It was just jam-packed with people. Yes, no a lot of people. Yeah. So I Googled it. I'm like, it was in Chicago. Yes. But, so... To go to the Lollapalooza, you had to verify you you had your COVID test. Yes. Also, if you didn't have a COVID test uh, or your 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 vaccine, yeah. you had to prove a negative COVID te- test seventy two hours prior to going. Yeah. And then on top of that, they turned away over six hundred people for yeah. not having their either uh, or. vaccine. Yeah, either or, and it was a hundred thousand people there. Yeah. It was massive. So, um. Saturday night, I turned it on. Journey was on. Wow. Wow. Mm. What a show. I mean, like, you know, Journey songs are great and all, yeah. but I'm like, that, the lead singer who took over, um, he unbelievably sounds just like him. And yeah. they put on a great show. Then, um, last night, Mark, I regret not texting you. I oh, watched run. three hour yeah. fighter set. Hulu's like re-airing it, right? You can watch it after it's aired. I don't know. I'm just saying. That was my plan because I couldn't watch it because of that. It was on from, they were on for our time, 9 p.m. to midnight. I watched the whole thing. Mark, oh my God. Like uh, Taylor Hawkins came out, like when we saw them open up for, uh, play with Weezer. Taylor Hawkins came out. They were all on drums. But Taylor Hawkins saying, Queen, I need yeah. someone to love. 
really good which job. Like one of their great covers that they did. Um, they did a lot of the newer stuff, which they had like uh, um, like background vocals come out and mm-hmm. sing. It was so awesome. Um, then he had his eld- his oldest daughter come out, and I think she's probably a teenager or a yeah, twenty before other shows. Well, I've never seen. I've never. The yeah, last yeah. Foo Fighter show I went to was with you. So for I me, know. this is all new. I watch new. Foo Fighter shows even if they're not like if I'm not there. I watch videos of Foo Fighter shows. Well, so she came out and she sang. They did a cover of X, which is a band from Chicago. Yeah. Really good. My God, though, I was like, I couldn't stop watching. I'm like, yeah. As soon as I turned it on, right? Foo Fighters. I, they must have just got on. Alice yeah. goes. Well, this is going to be on all night, huh? I'm like, you bet it, you betcha. Um, and well, watching this for the rest of the night. That it was awesome. I got to see a free Foo Fighter show live in my yeah. my bedroom, and it knocked my. That's too much off. information. Man, well, I was watching it in bed. I was, you know, well, you were what you were doing in bed with Foo Fighters is your own business plan. Uh, but anyway, fantastic show. The only thing that's scary is how many people were there. And that is this going to be a hot spot for the Delta virus? To well, that's what the thought was. This, that over, I mean, honestly, over the weekend was the TripperCon was that same kind of thing. Like, are we going to be like, got to be like here in a week? Like, hot spot at a comic convention at the weekend sun. Right. I but mean, it, like, if I know that I don't think they did that at TripperCon. I don't remember seeing anyone saying you had to have a vaccination or anything. Yeah. But I kind of feel like it's going that way. Like if you're not having a vaccination card and you can't prove you're vaccinated, you're not going to let you into places. I hope they start doing that for some things. But then it's like, do we turn to 1984 and you have half the people are vaccinated or you're in the vaccinated part of town, the unvaccinated part of town. Yeah, but it's for it's for safety though. And I mean, it already it starts that way. It always starts that way. Yeah, but it's already happening. I mean, the Foo Fighters play their first concert for only vaccinated people. Saturday Night Live has a live audience of only vaccinated people. I mean, yeah. it's already been happening. And I, I know, I'm behind I that. I don't think that's 1984 at all, Mark. I think it's just like safety of not. We have to put this fire out sometime, you know. We can't. I know I understand that, but there's people who, as we know, are anti putting the fire out. So, well, I don't know anybody like that. Makes all, sense, but. Um, but anyway, so anyway, Woodstock was something I watched this weekend. Um, I watched She Man, which we'll talk about. Um, nice. I'm like 12 hours into Mass Effect, and my god, everything I've ever heard about this game is absolutely true. The story is unbelievable. It's like this epic, sprawling story, and it is pretty close. I see why people uh, compare it to Star Wars, but right now I'm still in Mass mm. Effect 1, and I, I'm very much loving it. And when I'm not playing it, I'm thinking about it. So it got me hooked. Um, and then over um, the weekend, Mark, I got yes. I read... I got um, great comic Metro from, which is cool. If you're a Tell Him Steve Dave fan like myself or an IJ fan, uh, Brian Quinn and Colin Bunn wrote it and Walt Flanagan did the art. It is a great graphic novel. I, it's a limited run. It was a Kickstarter a couple years ago. Hopefully they'll make another one because it kind of ends in a way. Um, this week, Sam Keith, Batman of the Max, 
hardcover came out, which oh. I read it this weekend. You know, I have the physical issues, but because there was a huge gap in between issues three and four, yeah, I was just like, I'm going to wait till the whole thing comes out to read it. But this beautiful hardcover came out. The artwork's amazing. Um, it's a great collector's piece, I think. Uh, and of course, Sam Keith's uh, artwork is always spectacular. And to see the Max back with Batman, it, it's a it's a great story. And then Mark, I haven't started the show, but I figured, you know what? I'm going to pick up Jeff Lemire's Volume One of Sweet Tooth. I read Ooh. I read Volume One. I show is crazy. I read Volume One in literally an hour, like yeah. uh, yesterday. Um, I'll probably pick up Volume Two when I go to Matt's. Yeah, this was really good. It's a good yeah. first volume. I'll probably watch the show after I get a couple volumes in, because mm. I'm liking what I read. So I'll definitely check it out. When I heard um, the first season covers the first. Like like the deal with other books, it covers like a first like fifty or so or thirty or so uh, issues. Without spoiling it, now in the show, is Sweet Tooth a baby? He starts off as a baby. Does but they okay. do a they do a montage kind oh, of to okay. get him to like adult a child uh, like he he's like, supposedly yeah, nine. Like, he says he's like nine. 10, 11, like 10, 11 ish. Yeah, right. Um, it starts off with him being like a teenager. Yeah, or, the main show like, starts with him at like 10, 11. Right. Like yeah. his age is unclear because his dad told him what, how old he was. And every time someone sees him, they go, that doesn't seem right. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing in the show. Same kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then in, uh, the show ends at the zoo. Don't tell me. I haven't got to no zoo yet. Okay. So it's probably more than just the first volume then. Yeah. Well, first volume is only like seven issues. Uh, okay. Most volumes of anything are usually just seven issues. Generally speaking. I mean, I could be, I could be wrong on that. Oh, actually, I am wrong. This is only one through five. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I was thinking of reading that I've gotten into reading them digitally. I've started doing that now. I like, I pick I'm up. Out of, I'm out of shelf space on my bookshelves. That's I hear you. I, I go to Matt's, I'll pick up a volume and I'll read it. What I'm trying to do is my, I'm going to start going through and getting ones I don't need. And like the ones I like, like, yeah, like yeah. this, if I like the story through and through, I'll keep it. But like, yeah. if there's ones that I write, I'm like, yeah, it's all right. Yeah. Someone else can read it. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, last thing, Mark, I did watch Woodstock 99. Oh, man. Oh, man. That was a good doc. Um, it was also, a tough watch. Also, it's interesting because I go back to last week and how you were like, oh, it's hard. I'm like, no, you look at Lollapalooza. Fine. You look at Coachella, it took over. Coachella's been doing it for years. Fine. It's that owner. Not only was the, the guy who running it in denial, yeah, the liar. Also, he like has no eyes because everything you can see playing his day, he's just like, no, nah, it didn't happen. Just a few bad apples, yeah. yeah. Um, and and I'm so glad the uh, the one that that was supposed to happen in 2019 didn't happen. And honestly, I don't think we ever need another Woodstock. 
because we have Lollapalooza, because we have Coachella, and they do it right, I don't think anybody would ever trust going to Woodstock again. Mm. Um, but I did like how they went back and said, listen, the first Woodstock wasn't perfect either. We have rose-colored glasses on because the documentaries tell us it was fine, but bad things did happen during that as well. So, and I remember the Hell's Angels had shown up during that too. I mean, bad things, I mean, happen. And 94, it seems like 94 was probably the best Woodstock. It's 94 because it's like like they said in the doc, I don't know if you remember, it's like it was a blend of the old acts. Yeah. And uh, the new acts. But they together. weren't, they, 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 so it was more of like a lighter feel to it, a lighter tone because those bands, the 99 one was definitely just like a money grab. Oh, yeah. 94 fits the uh, that peace love vibe. Yeah. Where this one, 99 felt like it was just like use it as, just like a, yeah, use it as just a, a, a background. Yeah. Limp Biscuit. You had like all these bands that were like getting what a time they were big. going. They were, but they weren't right like for Creed played Woodstock yeah. 99. They weren't right for Woodstock though. They weren't it was right. it wasn't it felt like if you want to see Limp Biscuit, to me, that's like Ozfest. It was like that's a whole bunch of bad decisions put in one place. Yeah. Like the fact that they got excited, that the guy got excited that having the show at the Rome Air Force Base was a great idea because they kept people inside and people couldn't get in easily because what happened at the original Woodstock. It was so hot. And at Woodstock 94, people broke fences down and got in for free. Oh. And then this guy wanted, like, not the Michael Lang guy but the bald-headed guy, like his main thing was, I want everyone to pay to be here. I don't want anyone coming in for free. I don't want anyone getting in, like sneaking in. I don't want anyone doing anything. Yeah. But just like like, bad decision upon bad decision fell after that. Like let's have it on uh, all pavement parking lot. Basically it's like, we're going to have this in a parking lot. That's three miles wide. And you have to walk a mile and a half between stages and we don't have enough stuff to supply the people that are going to stay here four dollar waters i mean yeah. you can get water for dollar especially most. when they're right next to that like they say in the documentary you were getting three dollar beers you have a bunch of 20 year olds they're not going to pay four dollars for water but they'll pay three dollars for a beer and they'll get more dehydrated because they drink in the beer than they are getting the waters uh my favorite is when he would have those meetings in the morning and that this woman confronts him and says, or anyone would ask a question that was against it why don't you help? Why don't you help me? Yeah, you come up here. Then. You come up here, and like that one guy talking about the trash. He's like, yeah. "All right, we'll get to work. If you're going to criticize, get to work." And I'm like, "That's not my job. That's my answer." Is... I didn't. I didn't. I'm not putting the show on. Yeah, that guy's an ahead of time. Yeah, he's an asshole. He, yeah, he just did not. He was literally a mini Trump. He did not want to hear anybody criticize. Yeah, he just want to hear anything that's not. And how MTV MTV left, they're getting shit thrown. Well, that was just a terrible idea at MTV's part. It's like MTV went to Woodstock. Yeah, but that's what their bread and butter is. It's music. No, well, at that time it was not. At that time, in '99, they were pushing 
like I, Backstreet I know, Boys. I know. I watched. I, I watched all that. But what and I'm it's saying like, is, even TV, like Holmes was saying, he's like, we shouldn't have been there. We're not. That wasn't our audience. But how would you know? You know, they cover. They covered Woodstock '94. They, you know, yeah, what I'm saying they cover these five things. years difference from '94 to '99. I think hindsight. '99. It was the birth of the boy bands. It was not. I, yeah, but I think hindsight's 2020. I think Pete Holmes can look back and say we shouldn't have been there. But at the time. When a lead singer and, from Everclear and, is putting uh, inflatable dolls with Backstreet Boys faces on them and butchering them, you kind of figure you're in the wrong, wrong location if you're MTV. Well, I think, well, Carson Daly said it best, though, because he was talking about how TRL had all the genres of music. Had Corn would be there, Backstreet Boys would be there. So it's kind of, that was a really weird time for music. It was, a it was just a time weird time, time for MTV to think that they actually like they had those bands like Corn and Limp Biscuit on MTV. Yeah. But not realizing that the people who listened to Corn and Limp Biscuit weren't watching MTV because they didn't want to listen to all the other crap that was played at MTV after that. Yeah. But how would they know until they were there confronted by these people? It's just because they're terrible at their job. Well, needless to say, needless to say, I, I mean, like what I, my point was when MTV left because they were actually reporting the actual reporting what was yeah. going on, then the guy from Woodstock hires an other guy to come in and spin it and be like everything's yeah. fine, everything's perfect. Well, they had like other venue, like other news agencies covering it. Besides MTV, was just doing it live, but they were doing the pay per view thing still. Yeah, pay per view wasn't showing fires. They were just no, showing pits. No, what I'm saying they, they had like, their cameras for recording and everything. But. Like, the, he did not want anything, anybody to know what was really happening. Yeah, but wow, it was a it was a pretty dark um, documentary. I recommend watching it because it's scary. It was yeah. like a horror movie. Um, and you kind of feel bad for the people that, you know, bad things happen to some folks. And, like, I don't know. I, I hope Woodstock never happens again. No, it doesn't really need to. There's no, no need to. There's no need to. Um, but, Marcus, yes, what are you doing? What are you doing? I'm looking on Hulu to see if the, the, the Love Blues is on. Do it after. What are you doing now for? I was seeing if I could get it and find out the information now during the show so I could give the information out to people if, they, if it's not on there. I haven't found it yet. So I don't, yeah, there was nothing. It was a live channel. Yeah. And you couldn't, you couldn't record it. You couldn't pause it or anything. It was just a live mm. feed. They had exclusive rights to broadcast find it live. Um, Anyways, Brian, what I did over the past week yeah. was I watched all of Ted Lasso. The whole I first got- season. I like how you go, I don't binge anything. You literally watch a show the whole weekend. Well, I didn't watch it the whole weekend. I spread it through the week. It's only eight episodes. They're like half-hour episodes. So it's yeah, not, but isn't season two? Isn't there season two? Season two just started. What they're doing, <clears throat> what Apple's doing, and it's been talked about online. It's not a favorite thing that Apple's instigating now. Is I guess the first season was all at once. What I understand. I could be wrong about that, but when I understand, that's what it was. Oh, Second season, week week. Week they're parsing out week to week, which I know people aren't fans of. Yeah, but we just talked about how we loved it for Disney, so we. Yeah, I know. I'm so. saying some people. I said some people. I don't care. Some people are not fans of it. I like it because I'd rather not 
sit through eight episodes at once or in multiple sittings. <laughs> Mike, but, you don't have to. <clears throat> Ted Lasso is good. Yeah. But here's my like... thing about Ted Lasso. I haven't watched it yet. Ted Lasso, I think, is being talked about so much because it's one of the only actual comedies out there right now. Like, I couldn't name you another sitcom on the air right now. Like a big sitcom. Well, it's not a sitcom. It's a comedy. Sitcom's like a lot. You know what I mean? Like that kind of genre, like a comedy show. Well, needless to say, how was it? Did you like it? It's good. It's good. If you're... If you're not a soccer fan, you'll be okay watching it because it's about a soccer team. So you yeah. don't need to know soccer to be into the show. Okay, so, yeah. Uh, if you're into soccer, it makes it a little bit better because you know what's going on and what all the different terms they talk about are and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Jason Sudeikis in the first season, it's a good thing there's only only eight episodes because his like accent wears thin about the sixth or seventh episode he has an accent he's a southern guy he plays a texas like a like a guy from like the south oh okay he's a high school football he's a college football coach who this soccer team picks to be their coach because the owner of the soccer team got divorced from his wife because she found him cheating and she owns, she took over the team in the divorce. Gotcha. So the first season's very major league-esque. Like, the, the story behind it is, like, she's trying to, like, kill the team to get back at her ex-husband. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of that kind of stuff. But it it, it, it plays good. It's, it's funny in parts. You can tell they're trying to... You can see, like, Bill Lawrence trying to do English comedy in some parts and it just is not as doesn't work very well sometimes but it's good I'd, I'd suggest watching it if you're into if you like Jason Sudeikis and stuff like that I mean you have to get like getting Apple Plus on Apple TV Plus on Amazon is not easy why you just download the app no that's not how you do it you have to download the app, yes, to get Apple TV. Yeah. At Apple TV Plus, you have to go on a device that allows Apple products. Oh. So, like, say, like, your computer or your phone, you have to go on either one of those, go to Apple TV Plus, sign up for Apple, get, like, an Apple ID, or use your old iTunes one, whichever you want to do. Which you have, you had iTunes. Yeah. So, but you okay. have to go through, sign on through Apple and pay everything through Apple. Yeah. Not on the Amazon Fire Stick. You have to do it all on like a computer or an Android. And then once you finish all that stuff, then it like opens up the plus side. Then you have to go back onto your Fire Stick and then you can start using Apple TV Plus. For me, because I already have Apple, like I literally. I said, yes, I want my free trial. It gave me a QR code. I scanned the QR code with my phone. It verified I had, because I'm on an iPhone. Yeah. Biggity-bam. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. The folks who aren't on Apple products, it's a little bit more difficult than. Biggity-bam. Speaking of weird apps, I got charged. I didn't, I thought this was done Cinemark. 
I got charged today for a ticket for Cinemark app. And I'm like, this is back? Yeah. Um, so I sent an email out last week. I got it. I got starting th- March 1st or starting August 1st. They said they're going to restart your. Yeah. So I have like three. I have three free tickets, three credits yeah. on my. Thing. I looked because I haven't touched it in forever because yeah. there's been no movies. And I haven't been going to a theater for anything. And we're now we're going to Agalom. So I was like debating about if I should still keep it. But the reason why I'm keeping it at this point is I have so many free movies like logged up on it. Me too. I'm going to keep it for, because we'll prop, I mean, for Spider-Man and if we end up going to Spider-Man, if that's okay, yeah. if that's good. Maybe we can go to the Enfield, if Enfield's open. Yeah, because I have two, I have two credits and I have like Fifteen dollars in gift cards that people have given me that I've like haven't used yet. So yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'll, I'll keep it going. Um, I was gonna cancel it, but you know, well they canceled it. They kind of like put it on hold for everybody. So they kind of. Well, I know, I know. I forgot about it too. I didn't even think it was yeah. coming back. So yeah, there you go. Um, yeah. so Mark, we got we got one big piece of news. Actually, we have two big pieces of news. I forgot about the other one. So I'm going to start with this one first. All right. You, you hit- I don't know if you saw this, but I've been watching the Olympics. And during the Olympics, they've been promoting a lot of other uh, shows that are connected to NBC and so forth, that kind of thing. And one of them that popped up, they were putting a lot of XF FX on Hulu stuff, which is interesting. Well, yeah. I think they're produced by NBC. They're like universal shows. No. FX. They're promoting on FX. FX is on Hulu the next day. So everything on FX goes on Hulu the next day. Yeah. Um, and FX is owned by Fox, but is now owned by Disney. Yes, but the, yes. the Olympics are on NBC. Okay. It's owned by Universal. Yeah. So this show is produced by Universal, and that's why they're promoting it on the Olympics, I'm saying. Well, what show is it? So the show that they're promoting, and it's a show I've I read. It's a comic, it's a, a comic book show. Okay. What what is it? I read the comic for. It is Why the Last Man. Oh, I'm excited for that. Why the Last Man is finally coming. Jeff Lemire, yet again. That's a Jeff Lemire. It's a a Brian K. Vaughn. Oh, is that Brian K. Vaughn? Yes. Oh, you're right. Oh, what am I thinking of Jeff? Yeah, you're right. It is Brian K. Vaughn, huh? But anyway, so this show has been in development since 2015. Uh, in 2016, it was announced that Michael Green would serve as showrunner for the Potential Series. And then in 2018, it was announced that FX had given the production a pilot order. And then in April 2019, Green and another guy exited the series due to creative differences. And then in 2019, June, it was announced that Eliza Clark would be replacing those two as a showrunner. And then February 2020... Means nothing to me. So conclude that Clark... Up? Is that uh, a bunch of people would end up producing the show and it is finally happening? Okay, it is coming all, out. All those names mean nothing to me. When's it coming out? That's all I want to know. So, this show, which is going to star Diane Lane, Ben Schernetzer, and Olivia Thurlby, will come out September 13th on. FX on Hulu. 
Oh, it's going to be a Hulu Direct to Hulu special, yes. Wow. Yes. That's awesome. I'm excited for it. Yeah, that's another series. I I read the first issue. I loved it. I have them all. Um, I'll probably try to read that too before watching it as well. I have the whole series. I read it all. When I read it originally, my first thought was um, Shia Booth should play Yorick, who's the last man in the series. Uh, but of course, the whole Shia LaBeouf thing happened. Uh, but yeah, the guy they picked to do him is uh, Ben Schurenser, who looks very much like Yorick. I think it's going to work out very well. If you haven't read Wide Last Man at this point, it is a great book. You can get them in graphic novel form. I think there's about 12 of them total of the volumes yeah yeah, yeah. i have them all yeah. too i have to yeah. read, i only read the first one i gotta dive back in yeah they're worth it it's all about well it's about the last man there's yeah. a virus that kills all the men and it's only women on the planet and they're trying to figure out and then all of a sudden he shows up and there's a he has a pet monkey and there's craziness ensues. I can't remember the actual book. I'm going to have to read it again myself before that happens, which I think I have them. I don't know if they're at my parents' house or not. But, but yeah, I was excited to see that. I was like, what? And they have a full-blown trailer for it. So I don't want to watch a trailer. I know you don't like trailers because you're weird. I'm getting, I, I, I don't mind seeing a trailer. It's coming out so soon. I don't want to see a trailer. But it's like not like that. It's not going to show like everything that's going on. I don't want to see it. Don't play it. Don't play it. Let's get into the next news. I'll watch it on my so own. Weird. You're so weird. I know, but if you play it during the show, it's going to flag us on YouTube. Uh, I don't include the trailer in the thing. I, I cut know. it out. I'll watch it. I'll watch okay. it. Okay. Um, what I don't like is say a movie I'm excited for. I see the first trailer. I am fine. I'm going to see it. I don't need to see nine more trailers. It gets to the point where they're giving you so much and I want to be surprised. So Suicide Squad, I saw the first one and I don't want to see any more. Like I want to go into the theater and have those moments hit me. I hate when you see a trailer so many times that you get to the theater and that point in the trailer happens. Or that joke doesn't yeah, hit anymore it doesn't hit because you've seen it like i don't want to know no more about yeah. anything i'm about to see i just want to see it yeah uh, i'm the same way with video game too like if i see a trailer for a video game i'm gonna buy i'm still gonna buy it i don't want to see any more footage like yeah. i don't know i just get sick of like an oversaturation of giving us like way too much i don't know i just Give me that first trailer. I'm there. You're you just know? a weird dude. You're just weird. What it is. It's fine. Uh, yeah. it's okay. I don't Speaking of trailers, I didn't think that ghost. We didn't talk. We should talk about this in the news. Ghostbusters new trailer dropped. I wasn't going to watch it until you said something. So I watched it because I was just like, that's interesting. Comment from Mark. And I don't know. I'm not that excited by it. It was Okay. Um, this is going to be the first movie that's affected by the pandemic like to the point where it's like they are not they don't know what to do with themselves what are you talking they're about? giving you way too much 
too soon. Oh, that trailer gave us almost the entire movie. Yeah, I, like, I don't need to see the movie now. I saw the trailer. Um, basically, here what I got from the trailer was the kids are in Egon's, a small town. Egon's daughter, which somehow Egon. he had a daughter. He had a daughter, and they have she has kids. They get she gets divorced from her husband. I'm assuming they, they move, move into he dies. Egon dies. They he leaves his daughter his house out in the middle of nowhere. So his daughter and her kids move into this house out of nowhere. Out of the middle of nowhere. Uh, they enroll in a new school. Paul Rudd's their teacher. Science teacher. Science teacher. Uh, weird things are happening in the town. Earthquakes. Somehow along the line, uh, Paul Rudd falls in love with Egon's daughter. No. Because they're on a date. They're on a date. Oh, are they? Yes, they're on a date. And she's talking about her kids. Okay. I'm assuming they're on a date. I don't think they would just hang out together. Maybe they got coffee. Maybe parent-teacher conference. That's a date. That's a date. You don't parent-teacher conference at a restaurant. Well, anyway. So then uh, Stranger Things start happening. Hint, hint. Because the kid from Stranger Things is in it. Yeah. Uh, Then uh, they find the Ecto-1 in a barn. It's the only car that has an engine for some reason. Uh, They get the car running. The one running. The kids do. The kid gets it running, yes. The, the kid, kid from Stranger Things gets it running. All the kids play around with Eco-1. Yes, and they drive around the farm in Ecto-1. Yeah. Then they find this mine slash well slash whatever it is. Where all the baddies are coming out of. Lead to the netherworld, yeah. or wherever it is. The underworld. And then all of a sudden the, the creatures and ghosts and goblins come out of the hole. Yeah. Because someone does something to trigger them. Uh, then in that craziness, they decide, like, they f- figure out their grandfather was a member of the Ghostbusters. Yeah. So they look up Ghostbusters on YouTube, find an old commercial for the Ghostbusters. Yeah. And they decide, you know, what we should do is we should call the number. Yeah. And they call the number. And, and Dan Aykroyd picks up. Dan Aykroyd's character uh, picks up. This, uh, we'll not, not talk to them probably at first. I'm telling you what the movie's going to be. Yeah. Uh, decides he's not going to talk to him at first. Yeah. Then decides he needs to do something about it. Yeah. He then sets out on his own adventure of reuniting the Ghostbusters by going to get Bill Murray's character and uh, Ernie Hudson's character. And then they go to where this place is. And then the kids and the Ghostbusters, the original Ghostbusters, fight the big bad, which I'm going to predict is Zool. From the first Ghostbusters movie, or it's the kids, and and they are, are they give them how to do it do it all. No, because unfortunately, Ghostbusters Facebook page was dumb enough to release the toys that are coming out for the yeah. movie. Yeah, and it's the old Ghostbusters in their old costumes, in their old Ghostbuster costumes. So. That could go either way, though. They could just be capitalizing on that, or they could be... I don't think they, they would could, make toys with them in their costumes unless they were in the costumes in the movie. You think they're going to strap back in? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, people want that, so I guess... Yeah, so... And then the movie will end with them all working together to stop the the big bad and... Well, the kids will save the day. The kids... Yes, and then the Ghostbusters will, will hand off the... The, the, the title to the kids 
and then we'll get uh, Twilight, the Ghostbusters edition, this next movie. If there's a next movie. Yeah. I don't know. Not that. And I will hate it, and it'll be terrible, and I'm going to be disappointed. It doesn't look that good. It looks okay. I think I'll I'll wait to see what the verdict is before going to... Maybe I'll just watch it at home, you know, that kind of movie. It looks like the Disney Channel made the Ghostbusters movie. It's it's gonna be a kid. It's the kids are gonna save the day, Mark. It's gonna be one of those movies. Like I said yesterday, when I was talking to, and everyone was giving me grief because like, oh, what's your problem with like the kids doing it? I'm like, I wasn't aggravated with the kids doing it. I was sold on when they first talked about doing a new Ghostbusters movie, and Paul Rudd took a picture outside the the fire station, and hinted that that he was going to be a Ghostbuster, and that they were gonna find three other guys in the Paul Rudd idea to be Ghostbusters. I was sold on that movie. Yeah. Which unfortunately I think would have been better 10 years ago if they had done like Will Ferrell, Jonah Hill, Paul Rudd, uh, Jason Siegel. I would have watched that movie. I'd be all about that movie. You know, we don't know that Paul Rudd could become, he could just be the bumbling science teacher that helps the kids yeah it could be very paint by numbers movie you yeah because there's like, other kids they haven't like there's other kids in the trailer that they haven't like shown out yet but they do show them in costumes and the toys we'll see. i have a bad feeling that that paul rudd's gonna be like the rick moranis character of this episode, this movie yeah like they show in the trailer the scene where he's being chased out of Walmart by one of the dogs. Yeah, I felt like they're hitting the same beats. So it's like, is this going to be like Force Awakens where they're just going to like paint by numbers just redo the first movie, but with new characters playing far different parts? Probably. I bet you. At the end, is they like walk up with like a ghost pack, and then like Bill Murray's standing there, and he's like just throws it into the water on an island in the middle of the ocean somewhere. Maybe. No, they hand it to yeah. They Bill Murray the, the, at the end. The shaking like ghost capture thing, and then like he just like throws it. I don't know, Mark. I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't do anything for me. We'll see how it all pans out. It's just sad because it's like one of my favorite movies ever, and it's like I don't want you to destroy it. It won't be destroyed. It still exists. It well, the legacy of it will be tarnished now because then you'll have that attached to it. How? You haven't seen the know. movie yet. I said my correlation is to be like, you know, like, well, I don't understand why you're so angry or why you're so angry about it. I'm like, it'd be like if someone decided to reboot Back to the Future. But they're not. But I'm saying it'd be that same kind of thing. Here, here. If th- here, this is my opinion. I know you feel differently. That's fine. But this is how I see it. The original will always exist. It does not change anything. And if the new one is good, it will continue on. If it's bad, it will just fade away and nobody will talk about it because Ghostbusters 1 is still good no matter how many... Ghostbusters 2 was not good. Yeah, Ghostbusters 2 was just just like... A money grab. Yeah. But... And I'm not not saying like the Ghostbusters, the all-female Ghostbusters, I had no problems with the casting of it. It was the story that killed them. The, the script was bad and the movie was just not good 
Yeah. I, the four, I the four people I that like were in it were great. I liked the four people that were in it. I was all about that. I just don't think it just it didn't work for them. Yeah, but it doesn't tarnish. I mean, it doesn't tarnish Ghostbusters because that original movie still exists and it doesn't change it. That you still like it. Well, I know, but if you like have the original Ghostbusters in this movie, I think is what's going to be the thing that. And it's not good. Then it's going to make it kind of like, oh you, man. You know what? You know what? It'll come out. You watch it. You'll be disappointed. And then, like in a couple months, you'll be like, that movie happened. You know what I'm saying? It'll be. It'll I'm be hoping. Like, I'm. I'm hoping. I'm proven wrong. I'm hoping that it, it it is better than I'm portraying it in my head to be. Right. Right. I I agree. But the trailer didn't help any. The trailer did not. No. Get me excited for it. Trailer just gave us the whole movie, and uh, I just gave you the whole movie. Well, you got that from the trailer, Mark. I hope we have some some surprises. So, uh, yeah. let's get into the meat of the show before we end because. I, we got things to do. Um, we I watched T-Man. Well, no, even before that, Brian, you're jumping the oh. gun here. Oh, sorry. We have one uh, big piece of news. The reason why I wore the shirt today. I don't. I just see gray. I don't see a shirt. That's good. Doctor there who. you go. There you go, baby. Doctor Who. Uh, unfortunately, we got news on Friday that uh, Jodie Whittaker the first female doctor will be stepping down from doctor who next year is the showrunner stepping down too. The showrunner is also stepping down as well. Yes. 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 <laughs> I had no problem. Jodie Wicker. Amazing yes. actress. I watched the first season with her in it. Yeah. I petered off because I just thought the writing sucks. I was it wasn't bored. as good as it was before. I, I, I had no connection with anybody. It was kind yeah. of boring. The second uh, season got better. I, I'm I sure it that. did, but I you know what? I'm just gonna skip it and wait until the new doctor comes yeah. in. Um so I, I guess I, when uh Jody Whitaker agreed to come on, she had said, I will do three seasons and that's it. And uh the showrunner. Uh, Chris Shibnall, who succeeded Stephen Moffat in 2016, agreed to that same thing. Like he said, I will also only do it for three. Right, right. And then we can go. Uh, little did they know, COVID would happen. And their season that was supposed to happen last year never ended up happening. Right. Because they couldn't film it. So what they're going to do is... Uh, Season 13, which is due to air later this year, and in a trio of specials culminating in an epic blockbuster to air in autumn of 2022 as part of BBC's Centauri Celebrations. Uh, that would be the last uh, Jodie Whittaker Doctor Who. Maybe I'll watch this last season with the specials just so I'm up to par when we go into... Well, you think you can even go back and catch the last series. It's not bad. All right. Well, it's on HBO Max. So, yeah. I don't know. That first season, it was just so. I don't know. It, it was It didn't feel like Doctor Who. It just felt. It was just kind of boring. And, like, the writing was just bad in a sense that. I hate to say this because I don't care. If when they bring politics into shows, but it kind of felt like Doctor Who 
it's kind of a safe place yeah not to have politics and they seem to be bringing politics in and at the time it was just like tv is my escape from donald trump i watch yeah. i know when i'm watching something political and i know when i'm watching something to escape that and doctor yeah. who decided to go in that direction a little bit with some episodes one in particular that i remember and i was kind of turned off by it i was just kind of like i don't want this in this series this is yeah. not what i want second series is not that way it's a more doctor who adventure which is always the case i mean every new doctor the first season is very usually not the best season because it's them well, trying they're... to find their doctor yeah i mean because they're still like playing the old doctor kind of for the first half of the season the first series the first and they're like trying half... to find their doctor and then like it kind of picks up in the second half of that series i know like in the beginning of capaldi I was okay, lukewarm on him, but by the end, I loved him. And yeah. I thought his final season was amazing. Yeah. Um, so with her, I... Um, Which I think was the same thing with Whitaker. was the same scenario. The first season that you watched, that you couldn't get through. It was very muddled, the first couple episodes. I think she didn't really know, didn't really have her footing and know that, what doctor she was going to be or how she was going to be doctor. And the writing was the same way. Like they didn't really know. Like they were trying to force too much stuff into a Doctor Who show. Yeah. So just making a Doctor Who show. It's like we're not here for like you were saying, like political commentary and yeah, not really deep, deep thought storylines. We just want you to fight uh, aliens and and solve problems. And I did miss the love stuff. You know, we had with the ponds, and I love all that stuff. So I kind of felt like they haven't really, they weren't doing Second that. Second season, you get into that. You get more, you get more in-depth into the actual people on the TARDIS. Yeah, yeah. Which is great. And then this next season, you're going to have another new character, which they introduced at the end of the last season. So this is why you should probably watch the last season. Because uh, companions change. Yeah, yeah. For this, this next season, so. Uh, but it, the last season was really good. I was really into last season. All right. And I think she found her 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 doctor, and I think it really like went through the storyline, and they did some things in the storyline that were very interesting, like they introduced the uh, African American lady or an African lady to play uh, another doctor who was lost in time, kind of it was a fugitive from time. Well, I know Captain Jack. Tell that whole story. Captain yeah, Jack. Jack comes back came back yeah so it's, it's it's very interesting it's a very interesting story well i'll put it on yeah and check it out it's worth I, to watch i mean if you're into doctor who it's worth watching i know i am into die i just i don't know i just kind of I mean, it's also been so long since it's happened that I, like before the season starts if i have to go back and rewatch those first two seasons yeah I'll, what was going on in the story because i, I watched going on. i think i only missed the last two or three episodes of the that first yeah. season. The um, last doctor, last new Doctor Who we've gotten was not this past New Year's Day, but the one before. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, I don't think there was any last year, right? Twenty twenty. New Year's Day twenty twenty was the last Doctor Who show. 
Okay, yeah. Yeah. So it's been a year. Yeah. Um, it's been a year, all right. It's been a year, all right. So, I mean, we'll see if where they're going to go. There's always clues sometimes of where the doctor we get an older one, a younger one. Yeah, which I don't know how that's going to work out because you're also losing the showrunner too, so it's going to be a whole new that happens though. crew, so I don't think that like Stephen Moffat was there for a long time. Yeah, but I mean, he took over um, you know, uh, during He was a showrunner for Tenant Smith and he Andrew. left. I think he left during Capaldi or before. Uh, I think he, he left, left at the end of Capaldi. I believe, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I have to look that up. Um, but yeah, we'll have to see how that goes. Because no, it said in the article that the Shibnal took over for Stephen Moffat in 2017. So that had been after Capaldi. He's only been the showrunner for Whitaker, and that's it. Uh, yeah, Moffat was with the series from season five to ten. Yeah. So 2010 to 17. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that might have even been Eccleston. Yeah, he might have picked He's up. only like, I think, one or two seasons anyways. Yeah. They've kind of fallen into a thing where it's three years and out at this point. It's been that way for... Right. The past, like, I think Smith and Capaldi were both three seasons and out, kind of. But no, excited to see how Doctor Who, where they go with it, who they get as Doctor Who. I know everyone always throws out their dream Doctor Who characters and or who Doctor Who could be next. And you always get the people like Idris Elba. They suggest him for Doctor Who. They Tom Hiddleston's name gets thrown around, was thrown around a lot before he became Loki. I remember that being a thing back, I think, at the time of Matt Smith's. Uh, Doctor Who, I remember Tom Hiddleston being a, a name that was tossed around. But he's still Loki, so he won't Yeah, be- well, he was big. At that time, he was big on stage in England. He hadn't done Loki yet, so I know a lot of people have thrown his name around. He was one of the guys rumored to be a possible. I don't know who. I I, but, I like when it's someone I don't know. Someone basically any British know. actor, basically. Yeah. It's like, when it's time... For a new Doctor Who, it's any British actor in that age range. Yeah, because they're not all British. In. They're not all British. We've always had a British Doctor. There been a non-British Doctor. Um, let's see. Might have been that one movie. There one one-off. But I think there's never been a non-British actor playing Doctor Who. Um. I thought for some reason uh, Capaldi was... Um... No, Capaldi's from Britain. And he's in uh, Suicide Squad. Yeah, I know. I'm very excited for yeah. that. Um, anyway. For, or no. Isn't Tennant Scottish? Or is he? But I'm saying like United Kingdom. Okay. Well, yeah. that's a little bit different. Yeah. I think he's from Wales. I could be wrong. He might be Scottish. I have to look it up. But whatever. So, Mark, we got new. Whatever. Uh, We got 
That was the Doctor Who news. Yes. Moving on to. What are we moving on to? Masters of the Universe Revelation. Yeah. So. First part of season one, five episodes. Nice little board, uh, bite-sized morse- morsels of Masters of the Universe for everyone to digest. 20-minute episodes. Goes by super quick. You literally can watch it in like an hour and a half and be done um, with the first part. Yes. Uh, Dave Tennant, go back. He's British and Scottish. Yes. There you go. There you go. So there is, you know. Which is part of the United Kingdom. So. Um, so finally, I got my debit card Monday, the day after we recorded. I logged into Netflix. I watched all five episodes in one sitting. Yeah. Um, cause I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it all in once, get it over yeah. with. And then I watched the, the, um, behind the scenes thing afterwards, yeah, the making of kind of thing. Yeah. You know, okay. So overall it was a great first five episodes. I don't understand the backlash at all because it, I don't either. it's, it's definitely like I was saying last week, it's a neck beard thing. There's definitely, it's nothing to do with the show itself. It's just someone it's just, hated I it and then perpetuated it. They're taking like He-Man's now a woman and I don't like it. So I'm going to make a stink about it. Yeah. But it's I'm like, not going to watch the show and find out what's actually going on. Yeah. But I read a headline that said He-Man's now a woman and that's not right. Um, I will say it. Uh, spoilers. It was predictable in a lot of parts. It was not predictable at the very end. Yeah. I didn't see. But then again, it's He-Man, and it's there to make toys. Right, but I didn't see um, how at the end when he's Prince Adam dying twice in one 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 five part. I didn't see he was gonna get he was gonna get stabbed like that at the end, and then Skeletor becomes yeah the, the master. master of the universe. Um, and see what's kind of cool. It's about his friends, obviously, and he goes to heaven. And they have to rescue him and bring him back. Well, I see the thing is, I thought about this too, and it's uh, I've read many things, like different reviews of it and everything, and I don't think he died the first time. Because Skeletor didn't die. He just moved his essence into the orb of Evelyn's staff. I think... Yeah, but we saw he, he teleported was, he was in heaven. Yeah. I know, but I don't think he died. I think he just teleported there. And that's why he didn't get to choose his which way he was going to be either he-man he, or no he chose to be adam i know he said, I he, he said find that out he, the road that they're going to say no. like he wasn't actually dead or something no he was dead because but, he 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 literally went to it's also place. he-man so it doesn't matter if you die or not you're going to come back it's exactly make first of all first of all i knew he was going to come back by the end of this as soon yeah. as they went to heaven or we're all eternia he Pre-Turnia. said I know about how to get out of here. And I'm like, oh, yeah. well, then he's going to go back too. I mean, yeah. come on. You got to be dumb not to think yeah. that. So, like, but he chose to be Adam because he felt that was who he really was. Yeah. yeah. He could, that, that's why. And I thought that was an interesting take. It was very well, I will say, for it was really well written. And the, the, the character development, it's it nice good. to see like character development from actual, like, super, like, from like a cartoon show yeah it's not just we're gonna blow up stuff and that's it i thought it was a great story and i thought the voice acting was fantastic and having you know you got um cersei you got uh, what's her name from game of thrones playing uh evil in she was awesome and then um 
I can't think of his name, but uh, what's his name from Game of Thrones? Um, oh, uh, Sir Soros there. Yeah. Sir Davos. His voice is so perfect for Man, Man of Arms, Liam, right? Liam something. I can't think of his name. Liam. Liam, Liam so-and-so. I got in a second. Hold on. Hold on. I'm right there. I'm right there. Hold on. His name is Liam Cunningham. Yeah. As Man of Arms. He was fantastic. The 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 um listen, I will say I will I will say what you just said. Highly recommend it. The writing was great. The voice acting was, yeah. was fantastic. It was a fun series. It's He-Man. You just have fun with it. And I think for me, I wasn't, he- I watched He-Man as a kid, but I was more into the toys. I had a lot of the toys. The cartoon was hard for me. Like I would watch it when it was on, but it wasn't yeah. like I could watch it on demand. Um, and I watched this and it, it, it brought me back to owning those toys. And I had a great time watching it. And, um, I don't really have anything negative to say about it at all. Like, I'm excited to watch the next part. The they did only- a great job of like recruiting people to be in the show too. It was like, like you said, there was great uh, characters, like great selections of who was going to play who. Yeah, and everything. And Sarah Michelle Gellar as Tila was excellent. I think she did a great job. She's fantastic. Uh, Mark Hamill as Skeletor. I mean, come on. He's great. The only thing is, I just kept hearing the Joker. Like a Joker with a smoker's cough. That's yeah. what I... But, well, I mean, that's just because that's who you remember him as. That's I know. Like, but he did He did great. He did great. I mean... Yeah. And just as long as Roboto, heartbreaking when Roboto... Don't... Yeah, don't ruin too much. I mean... We're spoiling the show. This is... A, you, last week was a non-spoiler. This week is a spoiler. All right. All right. Yeah. Roboto um, died. Yeah, I knew Orko was going to die. That was not, yes. that was so predictable. So yeah. predictable. I mean, it is predictable in a lot of ways. So I would, it was also great really to see, shocked me at all. Yeah, it was also great to see uh, like Cringer actually get more than just the, I don't want to be turned into Battle Cat. That was basically him in the original series. Yeah. Like they actually gave him like lines and he had like stories and he had like he have moved the story along and not just he was like an actual character as opposed to just a side yeah thing thrown in. And Steven Root is great. Oh he's great. Cool. Yeah. Uh I mean, yeah. Um I I know you said you were more like, Oh my god, for me, when someone died, I was just like, Okay. I don't know. It didn't really Well then the like you talked about like Alan Eppenheimer played uh Moss Man. Bossman, the original Skeletor. Yeah. Which we both had talked about last time. It was one of our favorite interviews ever when we used to do the interviews at the comic shows. Uh, but even him as Mossman was great. Yeah, that was the great. He, like, and I, did, like, I think he had the best death, like the looking of it. Like, that's not something you see in cartoons yeah. back in the day. Like, you actually saw like, his skeleton like outline, like, yeah. brr, like screaming, and then like it just disintegrated. So I was like, what is going on? This show yeah. is different than any other show I've watched before. Yeah, I mean, but it's not, I mean, it's definitely took He-Man in an interesting direction. And it, yeah. it's, 
it's i think it's it makes it and also we don't have the whole story we got no it was the beginning it was the first half of the first season so it wasn't even like the i know so it's still, it wasn't even it like you don't really know anything that's going on. It's like here's like it was almost like it was the epilogue to the main story. The regular Mash of the Universe. It was yeah. like here's how things turned out after all that happened. So for people to have for Kevin Smith to have backlash blows my mind because like I said, it's not regular backlash. It's just like like regular. It is like regular backlash. It is regular. I'm not gonna read the story, I'm gonna read the headline and then complain about the headline. Yeah. It's like, well, that's not how you do things. I mean, you can watch something and not like it and critique it or criticize it, but then yeah. to review bomb, get a life, and then to go after Kevin Smith or whatever, it's just like, man, my God, you must have a great life that that's your biggest worry. Yeah. Is that He-Man didn't play up to your expectations. Yeah. Jesus, what a life you have, buddy. You know, like. It's also 2021. It's like, get over it. Eh, like, these are gonna happen. We're gonna these like peop- these people do it every time something comes out yeah. they don't like. So, um, but yeah, a lot of it's dogpiling. A lot of it's from yeah. people who never watched it and they just want to. Yeah, be no, exactly. Until you watch the show, you can't really say anything unless you have actual points to point to and say, "I didn't like this part of the show. I didn't like that part of the show." You're just like, "I don't like it because it's a female playing the lead character now and not He-Man." Yeah. Like, would you rather look at a big, muscly man for five episodes, or would you rather look at Tila, Tila. for five episodes? I Tila was great. I'd much rather look at Tila for five episodes. Yeah, I, I thought it was great. I highly yeah. recommend watching it, even though if I, we ruined a little bit of it, still watch it. It was a yeah. lot of fun. I, I mean, I'm excited. When's the next part coming out? I don't. I don't know the exact. Is it date. September? I know it was talked about. Uh, was it September? I thought October. Masters of the Universe. And Hawkeye was announced to come out in November, I believe. November, yes, yes, yes. Dan Wilkinson is very excited for it. Um, he said sarcastically. <laughs> he said sarcastically. When does it come out? When does it come out? We don't know. It comes out. Oh man, why is it so difficult to find out? Well, maybe we just don't uh, I don't know think right they've now. announced it yet. I know they said it was going to drop before the end of the year, but they don't actually say when that happens. Gotcha. And I think it's November 11th for Hawkeye, which they have put out a trailer for Hawkeye, I think. I haven't watched it yet. Remember seeing that? Or something with, I think they bought photos out on Entertainment. Yeah, I know Entertainment Weekly they had a thing. Um, that comes out. That comes out. Uh, it was yeah, Entertainment Weekly first look thing. Uh, that will be coming out November twenty fourth. Nice. So that's going to be just in time for Thanksgiving. That's going to be the holiday show. Yeah. 
Because think about it, you got like what is it? What they say like ten episodes of what if starts yeah. next week. Oh yeah. Yeah, next Wednesday. Oh man. Another Wednesday show. Yeah, and I think Hawkeye's a Wednesday show too. Yeah, I think they're gonna move to Wednesdays. Wednesdays are gonna end up being Marvel. Fridays will be Star Wars. Yeah, probably. That's what I'm thinking. Um, my my yeah. fate. Yeah, like um, yeah, should be good. I'm excited. All right, Mark, it's been a show. It's been a show, but I suggest everyone watch He Man. Yeah, I suggest you get out and check out Ted Lasso. Uh, if you can find uh, Palooza on Hulu, check that out as well. Mark, Let me know where you find I, it. You might just go to YouTube. Yeah, probably. YouTube will have it. YouTube yeah. has everything. Yeah. I mean, I loved it, but I was scared. Scary to see so many people together. Yeah, that's a, that's a thing. It gets kind of weird. Even uh, though they're vaccinated, there's still yeah. a chance. There's still a chance. There's always a chance. There's a saying. There's a chance. If there's life, there's a way. Yes, there's life. There's a way. That's great. The women, the women dinosaurs will magically find a way to grow penises and make. If there's life, there's a way. Dinosaurs. Do, 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 yes. Do, 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 do. Okay. Yes, which is coming out soon. With all the ask people back. Uh, who cares? Um, but Thursday. Suicide Squad. We'll have a full review on Monday. Yep. We've heard good things. I'm excited. I will have multiple reviews because I'm going to do uh, Thursday with you guys. And then on Friday, Claire and I are going to watch it on the HBO Max because she's not up for going to the theater yet. So, yeah, I'll probably watch it with Allison over the weekend. Yeah. So we'll see I how that I told her, I said, if I liked it and it's really funny, we can watch, you know, if you want to check yeah, it out. Yeah, same thing. That's what I said. Yeah, I feel like yeah. if it's good, we'll watch it. If not, then yeah, you can I'll watch save, it on your own. I'll save, you know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, this Thursday, we'll talk about that on Monday. I'm excited. Yes. And, yeah. um, and I'm seeing Weezer on Saturday. Oh, man. So yeah. double reviews. Get a Weezer review. Foxwoods, baby. First concert back. I know. It's kind of scary. Got to get ready. You know, you got the big, uh, big E coming. So you got to get ready to. Uh, I'm not going to the Big E, baby. <laughs> nope. Not this year. Uh, Sorry uh, to Machine Gun Kelly. I will not be attending your oh, man. concert. Or Billy Joel. Uh, Billy Idol. Billy Idol. Billy, Billy Idol. Because Billy Joel, I would be all about going. Billy Idol, Pat, Pat Benatar is going to be there too, right? Pat Benatar is going to be there. Yes. Yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. It's basically... On the free stages, though, you get a Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. Which would be awesome. I would love to see them. Like my dad is super excited about it. They're great. My dad loves Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. He heard them once at the Big E and he became a huge fan. Well, now he can go. So they're fantastic. I would love to see them. I yeah. saw them at a um in California at some festival too. I, I like a fair and they put a hell of a show on. Yeah, so, there you go. So uh, we got that. All right, Mark. It's time to get out here. Like us on Facebook. We're on YouTube. Yes. And uh, follow us on Twitter. And we'll be back next Monday with Suicide Squad. We will be. And don't forget to check out uh, East Server Comic Books and Collectible Show on Facebook as well as ClipCons. See you all next week. Felt left out if I didn't salute you. You didn't. You are left out. Yeah! Don't forget your wall.